this NFL Week 3 Monday Night Football doubleheader edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the game time app and use promo code CFBX. Roster brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em game in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, September the 23rd, currently 1240 on the East Coast, here Mm -hmm. to get into some more Monday night football betting picks for NFL Week 3. Second consecutive week of a doubleheader that we have this week. So we got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the second game is going to be the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals uh, battling it out. Um, and joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as the voice of the NBA Gambling Podcast, the MLB Gambling Podcast, and of course here on the NFL Gambling Podcast, it's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Not bad, man. I uh, think we had a good show last week. Pushed on Carolina, uh, one on one outright with Pittsburgh. So yeah, back to back good Monday shows. So hopefully to keep it going. Um, not really the most attractive two games, but we do have two two and zero teams, so uh, going against each other, so that'll be fun to break down. Yeah, man, we've been doing really well uh, on our Monday night football bets, at least for the first two weeks. So hopefully, we can uh, keep it rolling here uh, into week three. But like you mentioned, yeah, <clears throat> maybe not uh, the most exciting matchups, uh, but we do have two teams that are currently um, two and zero in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going at it, and then uh, we'll talk about some injury news. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for the um, Cincinnati Bengals around quarterback Joe Burrow, and we'll see if he's able to play or not. But, um, yeah, like you mentioned last week, we pushed on the Panthers. I know you and I both like the Panthers and the mm-hmm. Steelers. Uh, Steelers got the job done with two defensive touchdowns. Uh, the opening pass by Deshaun Watson was uh, um, picked off and uh, taken in the end zone by the Steelers. They went on to win that game. Off of a sack fumble recovery, uh, TJ Watt picked it up, took it into the end zone for the touchdown, uh, and the Steelers were able to hang on 26 to 22. And then the Panthers, in backdoor fashion, uh, led by Bryce Young, were able to uh, at least secure the push for us this uh, final of 20 to 17. So uh, hopefully, we can keep it uh, rolling here, Lante. So 
Uh, let's get into the first game here, man. It's going to be, uh, like we mentioned, the battle of uh, two undefeated teams thus far this season, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think uh, that was more expected of them being 2-0, but I don't think anybody thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, would be undefeated at this point, led by none other than former Oklahoma quarterback uh, Baker Mayfield, who is playing with some swagger out there. But currently, as it stands right now, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles are a five-point road favorite here. Buccaneers are getting five at home. Uh, plus 185 on the money line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a minus 225 money line favorite for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, total is currently sitting at 45 and a half in this game. Um, let me kind of go through the uh, injury report here for uh, both of these teams um, uh, to kind of kick it off, kick off the handicap in here. Uh, give me one second as I pull up the team uh, news here. So let me start with the road team, the Philadelphia Eagles. So as of Friday, uh, Quez Watkins, wide receiver, was questionable. He did not practice. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Uh, Boston Scott uh, is dealing with a concussion. He was a limited participant in practice on Friday. And Devontae Smith was also on the injury report. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice on Friday. He's dealing with a hamstring and a thigh issue uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. They did put Avante Maddox on the IR, who was dealing with a pectoral injury. So another loss for the secondary for this Philadelphia Eagles team. But, uh, Lante, let's start with the side here. Uh, the Eagles currently sitting at minus five uh, on the road here in Tampa. What, did, uh, what are you thinking about the spread here? Yeah, so I like Philly here. Um, it's it's not really something that I love, but I'm, I'm going to go with Philly here. I think it's a bad matchup for, for Tampa simply because Tampa is more – they've been having more success throwing the ball rather than rushing the ball. Um, and – I don't think you can be able to pass with the pass rush that um, Philly's going to have on you in this matchup. And Baker is playing okay. I mean, not extremely well, but he's playing well enough to get him off to a 2-0 start. But they have been somewhat uh, beneficial. They're plus five in turnovers on the season. A lot of those led to somewhat short fields for the offense. Uh, so I think we should see some regression here starting from uh, from this week against a good Pits- uh, Pittsburgh, a good uh, Philadelphia defense. Um it's just that the, the thing with Baker is, you know, if he gets the short fields, if he gets in rhythm, yeah, he's fine. But again, he's faced Minnesota and um, who did they beat last week? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean, not really a murder's row of defenses. This will be the, yeah. the step up in class defensively for him. <clears throat> um, and I think it's going to be a low, a low scoring game and you want to make Baker beat you. I mean, Rashad White hasn't, uh, he hasn't been good on the ground. Uh, they haven't had a, a good ground attack. And I think you want to be more balanced than, than not against this Philadelphia team. And they had a little bit of problems with the secondary uh, Philadelphia is. And I know um, Tampa has the weapons to expose it, but do you trust Baker to drop back for, you know, 25 to 28 times a game against this pass rush? I don't think you, I don't think I do. So I'm going to go with Philly here. Uh, I think they can get it done on the road by a little less than TD. I think that's kind of cheap. Yeah. I didn't even mention uh, the uh, <clears throat> injury report here for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. So let me quickly get to that and I'll get my handicap here. So, uh, as of yesterday, De- uh, Devin White, linebacker, was questionable. Uh, Vita Vea is also, uh, on Thursday, is questionable for this um, Tampa Bay front line. Uh, he's dealing with a pec injury. He was a limited participant on Friday. Sorry, on Thursday. Uh, Carlton Davis III also was a limited participant on Thursday. They don't have an updated injury report as of yet, but I'm expecting those guys uh, to play if they're at least participating in some type of fashion here uh on thursday at least but 
<clears throat> I'm actually on, on the Buccaneers here. I, I like the Buccaneers getting the uh, five points at home here. Um, when we talk about these two teams, I think it's going to really going to come down to the quarterback play in this game. And obviously, when we talk about these two quarterbacks. I mean, Jalen Hurts is is the better quarterback. There's no question about that, right? I mean, um, at the beginning of the season, I think it was what third or fourth favorite possibly to win the uh, MVP, but no, really haven't seen. Jalen Hurts be that guy that we saw last season. And I think that everybody was just expecting this Eagles team to really just pick up what they were doing last season. I mean, in a blink of an eye last year, you were looking at this team and they had 21 points on the board within the first half of, of games. And that hasn't been the story yet. I don't know if it's, you know, obviously the 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 coordinator changes for this team uh, right now with the loss of Jonathan Gannon and State, uh, Shane Steichen as well. But we take a look at these two teams here, Lante. I think it's really going to come down to which quarterback doesn't make the mistakes because you take a look at these two uh, rush defenses. They're one of the best in the league. Opponent yards per rush attempt, uh, Bucks are number six. They're only allowing 3.3 yards per carry. Eagles right there at number seven at 3.4. Then opponent rushing yards per game, Eagles number one. They're only allowing 52 yards per game on the ground. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number three. They're only allowing 54 yards per game on the ground here. So, um, I, I like what I've seen from Baker as shocking as that is to say he's been <laughs> good enough. Uh, he's been a good game manager thus far. I just don't feel like, I feel like there's something missing with this, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And I don't, I know that Jalen Hurts hasn't looked the greatest here, but I feel like this is going to be such a public side as well for, um, this game. People seeing, okay, wait, the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, reigning NFC, um, uh, NFC uh, champions. They made it to the Super Bowl. And now you're going up against Baker Mayfield in prime time. Um, it just seems like a, a spot where people are going to be on the Philadelphia Eagles. But I mean, this Buccaneers team—they're feisty. I mean, they're playing hard. They're two and zero. They, 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 there's some belief there that hey, they can go out and win some some games. And well, shockingly, Baker hasn't thrown inter any interceptions yet on the season. He has thrown in uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions. The first two games. Um, combined 47 of 68, 490 uh, uh, passing yards total for this team. So I think that I, I think with the injuries also in the secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles, I think that Mike Evans, Chris Godwin will be able to take advantage of that. Um, I think this is a, probably a field goal game that the Eagles do get the W here, whether by it's by three or four points. I'm going to take the plus five here uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to at least cover the spread on Monday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, let's move over to the total here, Lante. It's currently 45 and a half. You already mentioned you think it's going to be a low scoring yeah. game. Um, so uh, you're leading with the under here. Yeah, I am. I think we see a lot of short passes from um, from Baker and, and that Tampa offense, kind of to negate the the pass rush of, of Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia actually their run defense is ranked uh, where it's graded out by PFF top five. So I, I'm not sure they'll have much success. I mean, Tampa hasn't had much success running the ball against lesser defenses anyway. So I think they rely more on the quick pass game. Uh, with Philadelphia, I mean, they like you said, Jalen Hurts hasn't looked as good. Um, as he has, uh, as he did last year, but again, that that might be adjusting, like you mentioned, to the to the new system, new scheme. Um, you got defenses playing them a different way because it's uh, you know a year's worth of tape on that specific uh, offense. So, I think we see more of a ground and pound game from uh, Philadelphia as well. I mean, we saw Jay. I know I saw Jalen Hurts like under throw probably about half of his deep balls. So that's not there. I know AJ Brown was a little bit frustrated with him on the sideline. Um, yeah. So. 
it's hard to get kind of get a gauge on the Philadelphia offense and what direction they're going in. I think they'll be more balanced here. Um, I, I do think it'll be a low, uh, a lower scoring game. I think Tampa has to limit the possessions because the more possessions Philly gets, the more they'll get that momentum and be able to score. So I think we see a low scoring game would lean to the, uh, I, well, actually I like the first half under more than I did a full game, but I'll go half unit full game under half unit, uh, first half under also. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the under here as well. Uh, I think it's probably in the neighborhood of a 23-20 type of final yeah. here, just getting right under the total yeah. here. But um, you know, I, again, like I think it's gonna just kind of come down to the trenches here. Whichever team um, has more success in the trenches there, whether it's you know offensive line play from both these teams, and if Baker's able to you know limit the mistakes as well, um, I think that they can find success. But I think that yeah, this is more of a a, a lower scoring game here mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football. Uh, between these two squads let's get over to some player props here uh launch anything that you do like as far as player props yeah um if you got your screen up uh, if you can help me out when i did my yeah. notes they didn't have um they only had uh like a couple of props out i think mostly for philadelphia i'm not sure why but so i like chris godwin's receptions and his yards over do you see a number on that uh let's see here receiving yards chris godwin uh yeah, we got numbers up. Uh 53 and a half uh uh receiving yards for Chris Godwin and his receptions is going to be at uh five and a half at plus one thirty. Yeah. Maybe able to find a four and a half with less uh um uh, put some minus big on there though. Yeah, so either way, I think I think that's a, a nice number because he has five receptions in, in both of the games. I think seven targets in the first game and right around seven or eight in the second game. Um, I just think that, like I said, they're going to be more with the quick game, and Chris Godwin is going to be in the slot. He's going to operating on both sides of the slot, so I think he gets a lot of those passes, and you know he's capable of breaking a tackle or two. And I think fifty yards is, is cheap. I got him more so in the six for seventy five range. Um, I do think Mike Evans will probably be double because that's been pretty much the the home run threat of for Baker in this offense. Uh, so I like Chris Godwin over receptions and yards. I think it's kind of correlated if he gets. Even even at five, I mean, if you get five receptions, I think you can get what 55, 60 yards at, at that. But I do think he'll be a beneficiary of that short pass game, um, being able to beat that that pass rush of Philadelphia. Um, and I do, I know we mentioned, I mentioned the the run game for Tampa being non-existent. I'm going Rashad White under. Uh, he's yeah, at 39. Like he's at 39 and 73 yards, 17 carries <clears> in each game. So he's not really getting a lot of of yards after the contact. Um, I think first the first. Uh, the initial push by Philadelphia's front seven will kind of keep him bottled up. And that's the kind of thing that I was worried about with Tampa. They'll get in, you know, third. You want to keep Baker in third and medium or third yeah. and short. You don't want to keep him in third and nine, third and 12. And I think that pass rush will be able to get home on those when they can pin their ears back and, and just rush the passer. So to negate that, you got to be able to run the ball. And I don't think that Rashad White is capable of doing that on this specific defense. So I'm going under on Rashad White's uh, rushing yards. Do you have a number on that? I don't have that as well. Uh, rushing yards for Rashad White. Let's see. I'm guessing here. it's about like 40-ish, 39 and a half. I want to say I saw a 40-something here, yeah, but let me okay. go over to uh, rushing and receiving. Where are we? Rush yards. Rashad White. Um, 48 and a half. Oh man, yeah. Give me the under on that. Is it is it juiced like one forty? I know minus one twenty five on draft. Oh games. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's probably gonna be one of my favorite out. bits on the on the slate. 
trying to find a better number here. Um, rushing yards. Yeah, 48 and a half is the yeah. best number. Yeah. And um, also, yeah. if you want to, uh, I've been playing a, a lot oh, of these. A, sorry, 50 and a half on oh. points bet. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of these uh, rushing totals. I've been playing the longest rush under also. Um, thinking, Like I said, I don't think he, <clears throat> he gets much yards after contact, especially with that initial push of that um that defensive line with with jordan davis and those guys up front yeah i agree with you man again um like i mentioned i mean these are the two top rushing defenses mm -hmm. uh in the national football league they're at least top three um and i, I like what I, i've seen um from both of these teams thus far as far as defending the ground which kind of just makes me want to take the over on bakers either pass attempts or completions because if they're not going to have a lot of success with Rashad White on the ground, like you, uh, you know, mentioned that yeah. Baker's going to have to throw the football here, um, and even if he does make mistakes, if they do fall behind, you know, maybe ten points and trying to get that backdoor cover, um, it's going to have to be on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield. So his pass attempts right now is at thirty-four and a half. Uh, I look at the over on that; his pass completion are at twenty-one and a half. Uh, but I think I'm more comfortable in taking his pass attempts uh, in this game to go over. Uh, anything else for this game here, Lante? No, I mean, I try to stay away from Philadelphia Eagles props because you kind of never really know, especially with the running back situation. You never know how Jalen Hurts is going to um, spread the ball around. I would yeah. assume this is this is just somewhat what I put in my handicap and I have for a while. Once you see that, like the blow up on the sideline with, with A.J. Brown, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to get him involved early and often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We saw it like last year. I think that it happened with Stefan Diggs. Remember that game where. Uh, he was all mad because he wasn't getting the ball. The next game, I think he came out, he was targeted like the first six or seven times. A.J. Yeah. Brown actually had another episode of that um, last year. Uh, he didn't quite get there on the yards, but he got there on the reception. So I think A.J. Brown, if, if the number is kind of, I guess, middling of what it, what it usually is, I would probably look over um, on his yards. But I try to stay away from Philly because they're just so balanced. So you never know what you're going to get, from, especially with the running backs and um, with Jalen Hurts. Like, he'll he'll take off and run rather than, you know, throwing it down to Dallas Goddard and, and some of those guys as well. Yeah, Philly, I mean, we know that it's 1A, 1B with mm -hmm. uh, with Devontae Smith and um, A.J. Brown, like you mentioned there. And, you know, just take a look at the targets. Devontae Smith, 15. A.J. Brown, 16. All right. Next closest guy is going to be Dallas Goddard at 8. So he's only about getting half of the targets to the first two games. Yeah, of what he got those. Last game, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find his receptions right now for AJ Brown. Let's see here if we can I'm pretty find sure it's at like it. five, five, four and five. a half minus yeah. 160, though. Yeah, so, so that's basically yeah, pretty five. much five and a half, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Lante, before we get over to the second game of the uh, double header on Monday Night Football, let me tell everyone about DraftKings. Uh, we're Back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up, and sign up with promo code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. 
Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Some of the great features about their app is that they always have flash deals and last-minute tickets available, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and the lowest price is guaranteed and event cancellation protection as well. But the best thing I love about their app is that when you go in to buy those tickets, you can actually see the image of your seat views uh, before you actually get to the venue, so you're not going to have any surprises when you actually get there. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. So all you got to do is download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code to CFBX for $20 off. Download game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. All right, launching the second game on the schedule for uh, Monday Night Football. That's going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they are, <clears throat> excuse me, visiting the um, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, we'll start with the injury reports here. I think more significant for the Cincinnati Bengals, but I'll, I'll run through uh, both of the teams here. So for the Los Angeles Rams, uh, let me go back to my screen here. Um, uh, injury reports. Um, all right, so for the Rams, obviously the big news, it's not an injury related, but Cam Akers being traded from mm -hmm. the um, Rams to the Vikings uh, earlier this week. Um, so now it looks like it's going to be Kyron uh, Williams' backfield, but uh, nothing significant on the injury report for them. Mm -hmm. uh, Nakua did pop up on the uh, injury report on Friday. He's dealing with an oblique uh, injury. He did practice in a limited basis on Friday, and that is pretty much it. Also, uh, Kobe Durant, cornerback uh, uh, for the Rams, he's questionable with a groin injury. He also was a limited participant at Friday's packed, uh, practice uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, more so here, uh, Lante for the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, it's all surrounding Joe Burrow, the starting quarterback uh, for the Cincinnati Natty Bengals. We do have some injury news that uh, Burrow uh, calf was spotted participating in Saturday's practice warm-up. So some encouraging news, I guess we can say there, for Lante for the Cincinnati Bengals, who they're in a de desperate situation here, man. They've, they've started 0-2. You can't fall to 0-3 because that's a very, very difficult hole to climb mm -hmm. out of. Um you know, if you're trying to make the playoffs, um, I mean, going 0-3 and, and being in this AFC North division, you could probably forget about the division, uh, but you would probably try to secure a playoff spot um, But at that point. But, you know, we've seen the Bengals. They usually turn it on as, as the season kind of progresses along. But obviously with Joe Burrow, he sustained the calf injury around mid-July, didn't play in the preseason. He looked absolutely horrendous uh, in the week one matchup against the Cleveland Browns. Last week against the um, the the Ravens, I should say, um, did, did re-aggravate it. Last week he went twenty-seven of forty-one, two hundred and twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. They did lose that game twenty-seven twenty-four uh, to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So back-to-back -back weeks they played division opponents here, uh, and they did fall short in both of those games. So let's get over to the lines here, Lante, for this game between the Rams uh, and the. 
uh, Cincinnati Bengals as far as it currently stands right now. Um, I'm currently seeing the Bengals are a three point home favorite here. 43 and a half is a total minus 162 on the money line for the Cincinnati Bengals and plus 136 for the Los Angeles Rams Rams sitting at one and one. They did uh, get their week one victory against their division opponent, the Seattle Seahawks in a comfort behind victory in the second half. The last week, uh, the, I think the biggest, uh, not, I don't want to say blunder, but people scratching their heads at looking at Sean McVay and that <laughs> offense uh, kicking the field goal to get the backdoor cover uh, in that game. Uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. But let's start with the side here. Alante uh, minus three in favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah, a lot of uncertainty. Um, if you if you listen to Jamar Chase, he doesn't think that Burrow should play. Aaron Donald is ex- was asked about it. He's expect they, they he's saying they're preparing for him to play. So uh, I mean, yeah, we got the practice report. Literally, it just rolled in um, yeah. on my on my screen about him participating in practice. So I guess that's somewhat encouraging. But man, this offense has got to get going. And if he's in there, he's going to be compromised. He's not going to be a hundred percent. At the end of that game, I saw him like like limping across the field to like shake hands. Like he was like clearly in pain and they were kind of uh using a massage gun on him as as he came off the field pretty much in timeouts um like yeah. dead ball situations injury so you could tell it was kind of bothering him and he wasn't really moving uh like he should be in the pocket i know sometimes he had some i guess he had some lanes to run and he kind of like slid up and he was dirting balls and all different kind of things so i'm gonna lean with the dog here i think the rams are a lot much a lot better than what some people perceive and they don't have their their best weapon on the team, um, which I think he should be back. What in two weeks? I think he's off the BUP and after week four, Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, I, I mean, think- do they really need him when you have a guy like uh, No Cooper <laughs> Cool, just absolutely just Man. killing it? He seems like yeah. he's like uh, he's taking the 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 uh, the, uh, the production that Cooper Cup actually gets <laughs> when he's on the field. Um, with with this uh, with this Rams offense, but uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, you do. Yeah, scene. I mean, McVeigh is is one of the best at, at scheming it up, man. No, no matter who the players are, uh, but I do think that that the that the Rams are are live here. I think they'll be able to run the ball. Kyron Williams, he was you know splitting time, but he was getting all the pretty much goal line carries and anytime in the red zone, yeah. he was getting a lot of those carries. So I think they'll be fine with the running back position. Uh, the thing that I'm most worried about is. I don't know how, I don't know how that offensive line blocks Aaron Donald and that front and that front man because they struggle with uh, the first two weeks. They struggled mightily, especially. I mean, granted, the Browns and the the Ravens have a, a decent front line as well, but I mean, I don't know if that offensive line would be able to keep him upright for for so long. And he's not getting the quick passes out. You know, the quick pass game to Higgins and. Uh, yeah. And Chase, it, it just wasn't working. I don't know if it's just because he can't push off as much or, or plan as much with his feet. But, man, their bottom – they get graded out bottom two um, offense in the NFL um, over the past few weeks. And they're down there with the New York Giants, Pittsburgh Steelers, your Texans, the Broncos, the Bears, the Panthers, the Cardinals. I mean, the offense is just pitiful right now. And I don't expect much to change here uh, with Burrow being injured. Now, it is a home run spot, so maybe they – you know, get up enough to, I guess, win the game. But I think I, I like the Rams here, and I like Stafford to come in. I don't like that secondary uh, or how they've been playing with the um, with the Bengals. So I'm gonna lean with the dog here, man. I think we see another low scoring game. I know it's not fun to you know to the public eye to root for nothing to happen, but I think we see a lot more of you know 17, 20 type of game here. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say. I think uh, with uh, us not knowing if Joe Burrow is going to play, mm. but I, I my gut kind of tells me I think he'll gut it out uh, and we'll end up playing this game, but I don't think he'll be very effective, which I know we talked about in the first game here, Lante, that the Bucks and the Eagles have top-tier rush defenses. Well, it's a completely opposite story in this game um, <laughs> because right now, opponent yards per rush attempt right now, the Bengals number 29, they're lying five yards per rush attempt. Rams number 31, 5.3 yards per rush attempt. Opponent rushing yards per game, Rams number 24, they're lying with 122 yards on the ground. The Cincinnati Bengals number 31, av- uh, allowing 192 yards on the ground here. So uh, I'll lean here with the Rams, man. I, again, like you mentioned, this should be a home run spot for the Cincinnati Bengals because, again, you don't want to go down 0-3 uh, to start your season. I mean, Especially that's in that just division. A- yeah, exactly right. That number one, the AFC North division, um, and it's where it's we know the story about teams that start zero and two. It's very very difficult to even make the playoffs at that point. And again, the Cincinnati Bengals team had a lot of expectations uh, coming into not yeah maybe l- last year as well, and of course this year uh, of probably getting trying to get over that hump and back into the Super Bowl and, and winning it uh, with the amount of talent that they do have uh, on this roster, but. You're right. I think that that the for offensive line is going to have a, a very tough time um, with trying to block Aaron Donald. But I think I'm really looking at both of these uh, running backs for these teams, whether that's uh, Williams for the Rams having a big mm-hmm. night, because mm-hmm. we know now that he's going to get a majority of the carries, if not 90% of the carries right now uh, and the production and snap counts for this Rams offense, and as well as Joe Mixon, right? So let's just say that Joe Burrow does end up playing in this game. I think it's just going to have to be, you know, you're going to get a lot from Joe Mixon because I just talked about how bad these uh, the rush defenses are both of these teams. So it's time for those other stars to step up for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that's going to have to start with Joe Mixon in this game uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'll, I'll lean with the Rams with you. Um, my mind may change come Monday night, but uh, I'm really split on this game here. Um it it could probably just end up being where it's a three point victory for uh for the for the Cincinnati Bengals and it, we just end up pushing uh on this. But I think I like more player props in this game here. But before we do get over to player props here, uh Lante, let me tell everyone where they can play uh, a pick 'em game. Uh that's gonna be over on Earndog Fantasy. Uh play with alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. And from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposit of to $500. You're also giving away $100,000 on Sundays. A total of $2 million in prizes all season long. $100,000 in prizes this week. And they're giving away ten k to 10 people this week as well. And they have new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. This week, this week's higher or lower is Tyreek Hill's uh, receiving yards of 91 and a half. Higher or lower. If you're wrong... You still have a chance to win that ten thousand dollars that they're giving away. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And again, when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to five hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for player parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba mlb and soccer bets with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea into hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool 
to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Lante, let's get uh, – I know right now they don't have a lot of player props uh, listed because yeah. of the injury to Joe mm-hmm. Burrow. But any guys you are targeting and looking at to maybe have a big uh, day or not, so, uh, not have a big day? Yeah, I'm looking at Tyler Higby over three and a half receptions. Um, I think we saw Mark Andrews have a decent game uh, against that Cincinnati defense over the middle. Um, he was doing a lot of uh, on the perimeter. The broad receivers were pretty much clearing out the right side, and he was pretty much working on the on the left um, or vice versa. So I think over three and a half receptions and first touchdown score of 14 to one is uh, a solid bet to make. Um, his yardage is. I mean, 32 and a half is not bad. I, I'd lean over there, but I'd much rather go with the safety blanket getting over three and a half catches. I think that's a, a good bet to make. Um, outside of that, not really. I think Higby was the only guy that I had my eye on. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, Joe Mixon here. I, I, again, I don't see the rushing or receiving yards listed for mm-hmm. him just because we're waiting for the Joe Burrow injury, but I think that's an opportunity for him to really step up in this game. Uh, against the uh, Los Angeles Rams, especially like I mentioned with both these uh, teams, both struggling uh, to stop the opposition, at least on the ground here. And he's gotten the carries in the first two games, right? 13 in each of the first two games, 59 yards and 56 yards respectively, averaging about 4.4 yards per carry in that span uh, for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, I'm going to be looking at Joe Mixon when those numbers do come out for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and also uh, Kyron Williams as well. Uh, he had a great game last week uh, for the um, um, for the Rams up against the, the best defense, arguably, in the league, at least top two, top three for sure, the San Francisco 49ers. He still mustered four, 52 yards on the ground on 14 carries. I know that's not saying a lot, but with the San Francisco 49ers defense, how good they are, um, he, he was really uh, productive. And also in the passing game, Lonte, I think that's something we'll have to keep an eye on because last week, um, if we're talking about checkdowns in this game, he had 10 targets, uh, yeah. six receptions, and for 48 yards last week. He had a total of 111 yards uh, for this Rams team and two touchdowns as well um, in each of the first two weeks. So he's had a f- total of four touchdowns uh, this uh, this um, this season thus far for this Rams uh, uh, offense. So definitely uh, look out for that uh, this upcoming uh, Monday Night Football game. I know you already mentioned uh, one of the touchdown prop bets that you do like. Uh, any other ones that you're looking at? Uh, I would look at some T Higgins stuff. I know he was a big red zone target for uh, Joe Burrow last week. I think that'll that'll continue. Yeah. Teams are pretty much trying to eliminate Chase out of the uh, out of the equation. So I would look at some T Higgins stuff um, if, if it is indeed Burrow. I do like mixing. I, I like him his rush receiving yards because if we're thinking that Burrow won't have time enough to throw and that pass rush for um, for the Rams will get home, I think he'll be a lot of dump offs to Joe Mixon. So I'm gonna look at Joe Mixon uh, rush receiving yards as well. And uh, do I have any more? No, nah, that's it. T. Higgins and Joe Mixon uh, rush receiving yards over. I mean, do we get away from Poku Nakua? Oh, man, you can't. I mean, it's just like it's his number is probably out of control. 25 uh, receptions in the first two games, 35 targets, 266 yards receiving. Um, hasn't gotten a touchdown yet, but I mean, like you mentioned, those numbers – 
as far as targets and receptions and even yardage goes has just been absolutely right. incredible uh for uh poku nakua and he's been i mean a pivotal part of their uh offense uh, obviously in the first two weeks here for the los angeles Rams, especially without having cooper cup out there yeah. uh for this rams team again uh, i wish they had numbers out but again i think they're just waiting for that news from joe burrow so yeah. um i think a good reminder to make sure to follow us on twitter uh, and see if we do post our picks there or, or over on the website, uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL picks. Um, lots of anything else for the Rams and Bengals? No, nah, that's it. All right, let's get into some uh, best bets here before uh, we wrap up this episode for NFL Week 3 Monday Night Football. Uh, Lante, best bet, what do you got? I'm going with Rashad White under 15 and a half uh, rushing yards. Man, I really love that play. It's going to be probably my top play on the Sunday card or on Sunday, Monday card. But I just think that he he hasn't gotten it going. I mean, he had 70 against um, a defense who wasn't as good or not capable of having the front that Philadelphia is going to have. And I think they're going to make – I think Philadelphia's key to success here, they're going to make – or path to success here is they're going to make Baker beat them. And, and if he does, I mean, so be it. But they're, gonna, they're not going to let them be balanced. They're not going to let them run the ball. I do think Philadelphia shuts them down. So I'm going Rashad White under 15.5 rushing yards for uh, my best bet. Uh, I'm gonna take with the underdog train for the first two weeks. That's worked for me. I'm gonna take the bucks on the spread here. It's it's they say that some of the toughest picks to make are the, <laughs> yeah the disgusting picks. But I, I think Tampa is at least live to cover this game, possibly win outright. And I just haven't liked what I've seen from Jalen Hurts in the first two weeks of this regular season. And like you mentioned, that there may be some growing pains right now for this Eagles offense before they you know finally find um you know their tracks with this new offense and the new coordinator and i think that may just take up to four weeks for them to figure it out but you know a monday night football in tampa you know the the fans are going to be excited your team is undefeated and you're bringing in the defending uh, nfc champions mm -hmm. so you know every team <clears throat> or every player is going to be up for this game right and i like what i've seen from baker thus far this season i think mike evans will have a big game you mentioned chris godwin i think that he'll have a big game as well here for the tampa bay buccaneers but um, I think this is a field goal game. I think uh, five is, is a little bit generous for the Eagles right now. Um, but I'm going to continue rolling with the Tampa Bay or the uh, the dog train on, on Monday Night Football. So give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus the five as my best bet um, for this Monday Night Football doubleheader between the Buccaneers and the Eagles and also the uh, Bengals and the Rams. Um, I wish they had those props out because I really, really, I think we're both really high on Joe Mixon this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if that number is anywhere in the neighborhood of 70 to 80 rushing and receiving yards, smashing um, it over. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to, I'll probably alt that up to 100 because I, I feel like this is the week where Joe Mixon really breaks out and really provides that support. If Joe, even if Joe Burrow does or does not play, I just think that it's going to be a big Joe Mixon week this week uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, all right, Lante, that's going to do it, my man, uh, for NFL Week 3 Monday Night Football. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? No, that's it, man. Hopefully we can keep our streak going. I've <clears throat> been, uh, been enjoying these podcasts. Definitely enjoying the results more more than anything. But, yeah, just hoping we can keep it going here. Uh, I, I like both dogs. I mean, I, I mean, I like the dog in, um, with the Rams. Uh, I'm leaning to Philly for, for the side perspective. But I, I just think that Rashad White prop is, is just too high. So, uh, yeah, uh, just hopefully we can keep it going. Yeah, uh, for sure. Hopefully we can uh, keep it rolling here for week three. And the next <clears throat> Monday, we get to talk about your New York Giants uh, as they host the <laughs> I might take, uh, I might take the week off. <laughs> the, the Seattle uh, Seahawks uh, next week on Monday Night Football. 
<clears throat> All right, make sure to follow Lante over on uh, Twitter at XXLanteXX. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. More importantly, follow the NFL Gambling Podcast account at SGPN NFL. We'll be back with the pregame show. Uh, if you guys listen to this before uh, before Monday on um, Sunday morning, so look out for us then. Uh, we'll talk about some props, some weather updates, and injury news as well uh, before we uh, kick off NFL Week 3 on Sunday. Uh, till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.